Welcome back to Bungalow in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You might have noticed that this week we didn't have our intro music. That's because we are not on the airwaves. That's right. Alert, alert. Hide your kids. We will be cussing because we're not on the radio this week. And filling in for John Bustucker this week is Scotty Campbell. Hey, everybody. Hey, Scotty Campbell. Thanks for coming in again. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here <laughs> podcasting. Podcasting at the Alphon Inn, sipping on some Bloody Marys, one yo. Of, one of the more awesome places in Central Florida. It's going to get a little raucous. There's some people hanging out here that are going to the UFUM game that's happening. Apparently that's a thing. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the biggest reason for traffic this week. Oh, uh, thanks. Right? We'll be talking about that later. <laughs> Scotty, you and I were just at the uh, Best of Orlando Weekly Party. Yeah, Best of Orlando, uh, put on by the Orlando Weekly, and I think one of the best events that happens every year, uh, no matter what the Weekly does the rest of the year, that party is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how much their sales rep bugs the crap out of me, uh, that party is awesome. I did get, I got a few emails from, from some of our advertisers that were like, are you kidding me? Why are you promoting Orlando Weekly? And I was like, man... You can be mad at them all you want, and please give me all the money that you want to, but right. that party is so fun. It's like all of the coolest people in Orlando, at least for the VIP part in the, well, in the beginning. And also, if people weren't paying attention, Bungalower won for best Instagram feed. We did, number one. I think th- last year, I think we got third, I wow. think. and then so you've I think obviously gotten better. <laughs> Just more people following us now. <laughs> and uh, we got third. Third place for publication, which is the first time we've ever gotten an award for the zine. Yeah, for the zine, which they gave us quotation marks, Scotty. I know they were they were being bitchy. Right. Was that being bitchy? I think so. I think so, too. And then they had like an editor's choice for zines. So they gave us something that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. So we got reader's choice in quotation marks. friend. And then they were like, oh, this one's better. Mm -hmm. Read this one. And then um, (laughs) and then I got an award. Which is nice. You did. Feeds my ego. What'd you get? Uh, I don't even know what it's called. I was just excited that I was ranked in the same list with Scott Maxwell. Oh, best uh, big shot to not be a politician. Yeah, best local big shot who's not a politician. Which is uh, better (laughs) than being a politician. (laughs) I'll take it, man. I was so excited. Anyway, shout out to everybody who voted for us. Um, Pardon me. Uh, we also got an award at the library. You did? We did. We got uh, Best Passport to Your Own City, which was calling out our local wanderer program. That's an editor's pick. Very awesome. And that is, yeah, it was a writer's pick, yep. And it was kind of awesome because at that point, the program was a week and a half old. So to have such accolades at this point is, is really awesome. Are you all, Max, tell people what it is. Oh, we, sure. We um, talked about it previously, I think even... Uh, as early as last week, but can you just explain it a little more? Absolutely. While so I sip on my Bloody Mary. <laughs> so this is a program that was inspired by, uh, like, New York Public Library does it, and a few other places do it. Hillsborough County has been doing it, and it's a culture pass uh, where you can go and enjoy different experiences around Orlando, and we called it Local Wanderer. To uh, it's it's a Tolkien reference. And uh, also, we, we like the because idea of... Because not all of, who wander are lost. <laughs> exactly. And it, and it uh, also is a way of 
saying what, what what our intention about the program is. It's it's multifold. One is to give access to people who might not otherwise be able to afford these things. Um, the other is to get people to discover things that maybe they weren't, you know, maybe they didn't want to take a, they, they, they thought maybe, do I want to spend my money on that? I don't know what it is exactly. So they're going <laughs> to sample it. Also, uh, we, the, we, the program is set up so that people will uh, then have a taste of these things and then hopefully become fans and go back on their own and support these arts organizations. Can you say some of the organizations that are participating? Sure. We got Orlando Museum of Art was one of the early adopters, like uh, one of the adopters that we, we didn't even have out of our mouths, the pitch, and they, they were already. The Central Florida Zoo is part of it. Um who am I forgetting? Orlando Rep will be coming on. Solar Bears, once they're back in season, will be part of it. We just talked to the Annie Russell Theater. They're, they're going to be uh, throwing their tickets up on, on there as well. Um, so, so yeah, lots of and we're, and we're talking to some other partners. But um, So you use your library card, and you can get free tickets to those places. Yeah, you check it out on, our, on the library website, just like you would a book. OCLS.info? Um, yep, OCLS.info slash local wanderer. With a hyphen in there. Don't have to put the hyphen. Okay, that's cool. No, I know. Just so you know, I I love it so much. I talked about it on Fox this week. Ah, uh, just just so you know. So a bunch of Republicans are going to go to the arts now. Uh-huh. I'd like, like to see that. Like, oh, I might even read. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting reaction of like, oh, is that just to get more people to be interested in the library and getting their card? And I was like, well, yeah, in part, but also because. Those That's are cool organizations. Yeah. Our, the library is the great, great equalizer, and it's a way of getting it so everybody in Orlando could come and experience these culture things. And I want to give a shout-out uh, to our friend, Mike Donahue, who's on staff, my team member. Uh, but it, it was, and he's your a work w- crush. <laughs> he is also my work crush. But <laughs> Mike is the one who knew of these other things and said we, we need to have this here and kept pushing on it. And he worked on it for about two years. Sorry, so. I'm distracted. There's a painting behind you and the face is moving. Yeah, that's been there. Dripping out. By the way, we're in Alphonse Inn. We're Alphonse in, in. Ha- the Hamilton's Kitchen Bar, uh-huh. right? We just or is this called something different? The I bar. I call it Hamilton. I think kitchen. it's Hamilton's. The, yeah. the cocktail napkins say Hamilton's Kitchen, yeah. named after Hamilton Holt, not Alexander Hamilton. And he was the first president of Rollins College. Was he the first one? I don't, I don't think he was the first one. He was just a beloved one. So, like, the main road that goes through Rollins is even named after him. Well, congratulations, Scotty. And here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk, talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Is there stuff happening? Not just ourselves. Uh, <laughs> well, we kind of touched on it. There's a traffic apocalypse happening this weekend downtown with the Atlanta versus Orlando City game that happened last night. Gators versus Hurricanes at Camping World Stadium. Uh, this like today. And actually, there's a Backstreet Boys concert tonight at, at Amway. And then the first day of classes for UCF and Valencia is happening on Monday. And there's road closures all over the place. And so move-in has been happening for those that new downtown campus. It's crazy downtown. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have to go there, don't. Well, well, good for downtown. So how did the Backstreet Boys concert do? It's People, tonight. But did, did, did it sell out? or? I don't know. I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Don't you know one of them? <laughs> in the Amway Center. But Did you know one of them? No, you knew an NSYNC guy. We have a f- no. Our friend is, our I, friend is I, a sister. I was like a degree away from knowing an NSYNC person, but I did go to the last Hashtag concert ever. you were hiding ever. in their bushes. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I did go to the last concert ever, and I had inside information that it was the last concert. They were, they were telling everybody they were just going on hiatus. But they weren't. And you could tell. 
Justin Timberlake didn't want to leave the stage. He was like real emotional. You could tell Aww. it was it was it was done. And and uh, you think he'd ever go back? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so he's doing pretty good. I think he went down. You do? His last record didn't do that great, right? So, uh, McQueen's. You were there. I was. McQueen's That's Social a pretty Lounge awesome place. Finally open. It's this uh, Maddie Bullet, the super handsome guy that owns Bullet Bar downtown. Yeah. Which is uh, cool in its, its own right. Right. It was just a movie of Steve McQueen's. Exactly. I, a lot of people I don't know if are really connecting. Those also, his last name. Yeah. So super fun. I like that. So he took over the second and third floor in the same building and then converted it from an office building into this beautiful bar. Yeah. And I had been Exposed up there. brick. And yeah. yeah. Like chandeliers, a wall of skulls, wax, a wall of skulls. <laughs> yeah, just because there's a basketball hoop in there. There's a basketball hoop, and I do think we should place bets on uh, when the first basketball will go through a window because yeah. it's like right next to the windows. I think like iron cage thing in front of the window wouldn't be out of it's place. It's not there. a. They could do something. Yeah, that's yeah. A, and it would not be a bad idea. Let's send them. A, we'll send them an email. <laughs> uh, just gorgeous. People should go check it out. I guess it's really a tequila lounge. I didn't really get that feeling. I think it was just like a craft cocktail spot. Oh, with a well, that's interesting. I feel like I was uh, part of the scene then because I did have tequila. <laughs> I did. Opens yeah. at eight o'clock. And the entrance is inside the bar. <laughs> that was that was one thing we didn't know because we headed yeah. with some friends right after work, and so we were in Bullet Bar for a while before we got to go to Queens. And Bullet's cool, but I McQueen's was just so pretty. Uh, cat videos, Scotty, you're not a cat person, right? Um, I like cats, all right. I'm, but I've become less of a fan of them. With all the feral cats that are infesting our neighborhood. <laughs> you actually wrote a short story about someone killing them all. I did. I, just I did. You all. I did. I you can find them my story at Orlando. <laughs> I, it's the one I haven't uh, been brave enough to publish in the zine. So, well, Let's put it in this one, in our award-winning zine. That's is, what it, is Hammered Lamb sponsoring, though? I promised Jason I wouldn't put the cat-killing one as nope. if he was sponsoring. He's taking okay. a month off, so you're all right, good. So, all right. Enzian uh, Theater is hosting the Cat Video Festival. This is an inner, This is something oh. that tours, actually, out of Walker okay. Art Center in Minneapolis. Um, it'll be here on Sunday, September 1st, 1 p.m. Tickets are 10 bucks, and you can and they're raising money for the Pet Rescue by Judy group here locally. Do, they Spay do great stuff. They yeah, do. yeah, and uh, it's awesome. It's basically just stringing together the hit cat videos from YouTube. Oh, okay, of the that year. you could watch at home. <laughs> you could watch it at home. Okay, but this way you I love the Enzian. Go to the Enzian. I don't mean to make poke fun, but really, you could watch them at home. <laughs> but this way, you're supporting cat causes, and you're surrounded by other crazy cat people. And you can have a pitcher of beer. And a pitcher of beer. Do cat people drink beer? I don't know. I bet they drink like mojitos. I I do not want to I don't want to <laughs> further offend the cat people in the audience. We might get in trouble with this one, Scotty. One Pulse just released their 2018 financials a couple of weeks ago. We shared it. You can actually see the whole report on bungalow.com if you want. Y'all know that uh, through the past couple of years, I've been a little bit outspoken yeah. um, about the need for this. We actually, but actually, when we went to Bullet Bar, we had a friend, David Matheson, who wrote uh, a great piece for the Sentinel. Defending them. Defending, yeah. not necessarily the idea of them. A, of a museum. Yeah, but yeah. the idea, the need for a museum, which I thought was great because it wasn't specific about the organization. Right, and his his, uh, his take was very academic. I, I don't um, I love him to death, but I, I don't agree with him. 
um, uh-huh. I don't I don't think that that's the right way to memorialize and but um, but I but I liked having a discussion that was well you know but it, it was an educated opinion and and it was it was a, Just a an good academic read. point of view about the need for a museum which uh, was nice I still think it should be like a wing at the Holocaust Museum or something or like Orange County Regional I, History Center but I I don't think it's the same thing all right they got ten million dollars from Orange County uh, tourist tax. Oh yeah, and well, because of that, <laughs> there was a big call from lo- local lawmakers saying, you know, we need an audit now. And apparently, according to them, the audit was already in the works. Uh, they released that they brought in over one point seven million last year. That was before the big grant. And uh, you can see the breakdown of who gets paid what and how much they use for travel. It's all on Bungor.com. I don't want to spend too much time on it. No, no, no. But I will just add this, that I think if there's to be an independent audit and people are calling for it, then uh, the organization shouldn't choose who that company is to audit because that does not make it independent. Mic dropped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Scotty Campbell. Uh, making a murderer. There's a the lawyer, Jeremy. I think it's Buting. Jerome Buting, yeah. Yeah. F Buting. I said Jeremy. You did say Jeremy, oh, and, and he is he a avid listener of Bungle on the Bus. <laughs> He'll be so angry. <laughs> all these all these people will be upset at me. He represented Steve Avery on the Netflix show Making a Murderer. He's gonna talk about his new book, Illusion of Justice, Inside Making a Murderer in America's Broken System. At the Downtown Library, 7 p.m. September 13th at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are 15 bucks, but you can meet them for fitty. And you can have adult beverages. This is something fairly new for the library. I like that. While you listen to this lawyer talk about murder. We talked about it on uh, the Jim Colbert show. He didn't know anything about it. And him and Deb Roberts are like the biggest. Now they're ready for it. Real murder mystery thing. Yeah. They just... And I've also heard through the grapevine, uh, Ryan Rivas from uh, Borough Press said that uh, Jerome is actually a very lovely person. He calls him Jerry. And you also have a crush on him, so you'll do whatever Ryan Rivas. Is this like an episode about my crushes? Jeez. Yeah. Let's see how many more we can work (laughs) on. Habit Burger has closed all three of their local locations. I made it there To the person who yelled at me saying not all of their local locations. I disagree. Because it's all three of them, and there were only three here in the Central Florida area. Seems to suck it. Your math. <laughs> I'm so tired of people saying your math. That's not accurate. It's yeah. accurate, lady. That's accurate. I've, yeah. Right. Go to their website. There's nothing here locally, unless it's like an independent franchise. I don't know. We have a we have a problem with uh, information literacy in this country, right? And they're accusing me of it. Anyway, they closed all three. <laughs> so there was a location in Winter Park. Uh, Millennia and Soto, they closed really with no notice. Uh, the chain that started in Santa Barbara in 1969 specialized in burgers. And uh, man, when you think about it, we're kind of, we're like past peak burger. We we have too many burger spots already. And but it, we're still under under the ratio of taco places. So. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. But I, I think, uh, think wait. The, the scene is going to, that we have a lot of taco oh, places. Oh, okay. Right, I wasn't sure if you were saying it's well we had, under that. We could hold more the ratio to hamburger places to taco. Yeah, but don't you think uh, it's going to be kind of interesting downtown when that Taco Bell opens? Yeah, the Taco Bell. T- I think Cantina. some of the gourmet is going to go right out of people's diets. They're going to be like Taco Bell, <laughs> Taco Bell. There's a special. I, 
some of those like struggling like bottom rung cheap eateries downtown better step up their game the, the, especially service and, and we won't name the place but we went to a place after best of and it took us forever oh, yeah, to get our food brutal yeah brutal and they're not nice people so i'm glad i'm glad they're gonna have to step up their game yeah true. uh college park hired a new executive director for their main street uh don't ask me how many because i've lost track and i get in trouble when i make fun of them for hiring new people i thought that was only the second one since andre passed away no uh yeah i guess okay. maybe well no you the one that has a lot is ivanhoe i'll say oh, that so after many. after i it, but I think Christian is rocking it. So I uh, I managed to piss off the entire board when I when which I which one <laughs> the Ivanhoe Village. Oh one. really? I, oh, okay. When I wrote about them getting a new director, I used a a gif of musical chairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I got I mean, in trouble, Scotty Gamble. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'm on a list. I now. don't even know who they are. So uh, <laughs> now it's uh, Amelia Harris, and she came to the position after recently serving as the executive director of the. I don't even know how to say this. Chulumne, uh County Chamber of Commerce in Sonora, California for three years. Welcome, so Amelia. She knows her things, apparently. We'll see Good. what she can do. College Park, I feel like it's kind of a cake thing if you can deal with the board. Well, except they have big events. Their events are like epic with road closures yeah, and, and all that like, jazz. I mean, that's that's the only pain. Yeah, tons of money. College Park comes out. like They're going to support. No, anything true. with the name College Park on it. But so. don't don't pretend like she's gonna be sitting back with her feet up on the desk. That's exactly the picture I was. Painting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, District Dive. Have you heard about this? What? This is an LGBTQ oh, yes. focused sports bar next to Southern Nights. Yeah, it's gonna be in the. And it has five bar. parking spaces. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was, there's never been any place to park at Southern Nights, and now there's three bars on that corner. But it's surprising because I don't know how you can prove that you have enough parking to open a new bar there. I don't know that the city is really watching that very closely anymore, from my experience trying to find parking spaces in certain areas. But I tried to go to the Hourglass the other day, yep. and, was like and we love the Hourglass district, but wow. Yeah. yeah. I actually couldn't go to an event because there was literally nowhere to park in two-block radius all around it. I just give up. Uh, anyway, the district dive is opening Tuesday, September 3rd uh, for a soft opening. It's a new sister bar to Southern Craft and Southern Nights. And yes, it is a sports bar. And yes, it is going to be super gay. Right. Apparently. So it's like you watch sports. It's with the guys, but you all have pom-poms. And you're allowed to touch each other's butt. And you're allowed to <laughs> I guess well, you that, that happens in sports too. anyway. But you can like linger. <laughs> Uh, Carabama barbecue truck folded yesterday. Uh, they served their last day of business was Friday at Credo Conduit. I don't know why. And uh, but this was a decision. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. Lorna and Brandon Grant, who are two of the sweetest restaurateurs, they had a brick and mortar at North Quarter Market, and they also had a food truck. They decided to close the brick and mortar storefront, even though it was doing well. Uh, because they just wanted to focus on family more. They, they weren't getting to hang out with each other enough. And uh, then they realized when they were also with the food truck, man, we're still not getting to spend any time with each other. And then they're mo moving to Alabama to be with their big family and uh, giving up the restaurant business. Orlando restaurant business, which I right. guess is trying. And uh, I like them both. I'll pour one out for them. 
into my mouth because I don't want to waste any liquor. <laughs> I, th- and I thought you said pull one out for them. I was uh, like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Noodles and Rice is closing their, well, they've closed their Mills 50 restaurant yep. location. That's too bad. Uh, because life. So it's the same retail strip as British Shop and The Strand. You can find out leasing information on the second generation restaurant space on bungalower.com. Because I'll tell you what, man, if you're trying to open up a restaurant and not want to have to build out a kitchen, you're hard pressed to find a space right now. That's true. That's absolutely true. Unless it's an old habit burger. <laughs> so yeah. and and that area is going to be uh, hopefully going to be stepping it up a little because Tora Tora Tori 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 directly across the street. Yeah, it's going to be moving in. Sunny Nguyen Japanese whiskey concept. Yep, that's going to be awesome. Like, Hope so. They should be opening. I I assume we're going to be talking about them next week being open, Scotty. Like, well, they won't tell you. No, so. he's mad at me because I I leaked I leaked who they were yeah. before he was ready. But you know what, man. That's my job. Yeah, that is your job, and he, and he leaked it to other people. So, yeah, such is life. Yeah, uh, noodles and rice. Sorry to miss you. The one that's open over in Waterford Lakes, I think, is still open. So, okay. if you want to go there, you can still support that family. Mead Botanical Garden is hosting a mushrooms for dummy workshop. You can learn to identify Florida mushrooms with a walk around Mead Gardens on September seventh. Tickets are forty dollars. Something I kind of am very curious about. We were just we just took a walk through the Econ Wilderness area with our dog. Yeah. And uh, there were tons of mushrooms. I didn't know what any of them were. Right. And I was like, we just ate them all. Yeah. (laughs) See what happens. I lost a leg. (laughs) 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 Then it all worked out. Uh, College Park is hosting Parking Day. Parking is a national event where people transform parking spaces into temporary green spaces or parklets. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the college park's going to take place at Edgewater Drive in partnership with the American Society of Landscape Architects on September 20th, 4 to 10 p.m. If you want to transform a parking space, go ahead and reach out to us at bungler.com and I'll make an introduction for you. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of fun. Don't just like how much does it cost? To it's, it's up to you. I don't think it costs anything to participate. And oh, sign really? up. I think it's really just about uh, huh. how much you want to put into your design. Yeah. Mm hmm. I think you get about like 50 people walking through it that night. What's the date again? September 20th. Oh, that's coming up. And you're like inviting people to create things. That's yeah, crazy. Just heard about it. Oh, Brendan. Yep. Want to get into events? Sure. We missed the Back to the Future parking lot party. I know. At the Lamb. Hamer that Lamb does uh, movie, outdoor movie screenings in their parking lot periodically and Keep an eye on their Facebook if you want. That's to one of my more. favorites. Back to the Future. That would have been I fun know. to hang out with those cats and McFly. And when I say cats in this instance, it's cool people, not <laughs> feral cats. Yeah, because we already know you want to kill. We all know, of them. I just wanted to review. That's why we have coyotes here, Scotty. I say kill them. Scotty's been catching. Oh and no, releasing the coyotes. coyotes come and they—they're actually. No, you don't want to get me started on this. <laughs> I mean, the coyotes are actually part of the habitat, and then they kill them. But anyway, go ahead. I don't ever want you to stop. Um, Art After Dark is taking place tonight. You know what? Let's skip the Saturday ones because it doesn't matter. (laughs) Really, all we because we're recording on Saturday. Really, the only thing I can tell you about is Mayhem on Mills, which is taking place tomorrow, three to seven p.m. at the Orange Studio. This is the last summer 
wrestling event. Wrestling. That takes place. I was wondering. I couldn't remember if it was wrestling or boxing. But Scotty, it's, it's so crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's, I've I've watched it from across the street because I didn't want to pay the ticket price. But now that they're inside, you have to pay. It's a just ticket. like a normal night on Mills. It's just that this is a sanctioned event. Yeah, where people are like allowed to hit each other with chairs. It's like a normal night yeah. on Mills, <laughs> but this is a sanctioned event. Uh, do you have any shout outs you want to give before we're done? I don't <laughs> I, well, I didn't know how to get to you guys are working on? Uh well you talked about the drone booting thing. We're gonna have uh coming up oh uh we've got uh yeah, we've got Booktoberfest coming up October fourth. Get to uh we're par- partnering with Bungalore. This is at the library by the way, because uh I expect you to read my mind. So we're at Orlando Public <laughs> Library, October fourth, get to taste some craft beers and uh taste some local eats. And play some fun games, and and uh, there's actually going to be one a project that's uh, a program that's put on by our folks where where you get to do a related activity, and all of the money goes to friends of the Orlando. I'm sorry, the friends of the Orange County Library System. Really, the the shouldn't be there, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, and uh, they support important programs. I mean, they, recently they did a thing where they bought several sewing machines for the library system because sewing is a big thing. People are able to come to the library system, learn how to sew, and get jobs down at Disney and such. <laughs> Hashtag sewing is a big thing. Scotty Campbell. Uh, <laughs> well, we yeah, say we, so easy. And though. we are. You did mention, yes, we are. Bungalow is going to be a, a sponsor. We're, we're actually taking over the beer garden. So it'll be a bungalow or beer garden. Dare bungalow or beer garden. <laughs> Choosing some of our favorite uh, local-ish breweries to come and sling their drinks. That'll be fun. We just released our, or sent to the printer, it should be out this week, our big downtown Orlando survival guide issue. It's 36 pages. It's the biggest print issue we've ever done. I'm really excited. 10,000 issues. They're going to be everywhere uh, downtown to share how to live your best downtown lives just in time for the first week of classes at Creative Village. Uh, that's really exciting. We're also going to be launching a bungalow or bingo night at Wally's. The first one being Monday, uh, September 9th at Wally's. You can win I, whole bottles of booze. I'm so, I love uh, the reno that happened at Wally's. I was actually last week there two nights in a row. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. You came I, home I, a little tank, too. Yeah. And you, oh, you, and you should go when you go. A little tip for you. If uh-huh. you go... Find T, she's the manager, and ask her the story of the window. Oh my gosh. By the bar. Yes. You, I, we, we're not going to tell you. You need to go find T and ask ask her to tell you that story. We'll do a video after in a couple yeah. weeks. Um, actually, and they do like a $5 Jameson shot plus PBR special, which is like the cheapest. But isn't it normally six and then there was a special because of I Magic don't know. Dining Five or, or six, some such? You can't business, get a shot of whiskey six for is like $6. Great. But yeah. I just wanted to make sure you know, people, I think it's normally six. But if you're yeah. not into drinking, that's cool too. Come and get a lemonade and play bingo with us. I mean, Again. 12 bucks, you're like, you know? Yeah. Counting stars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it for this and week. And not John Morgan because he won't go there. <laughs> but he's still the number one big shot. That's right. Orlando Weekly Reader. He's coming down next year. Scotty, thanks for uh, filling in for John B- Babshaw. Babashawa. John, John Bustecker. <laughs> what? Bloody Marys. Yeah, and, you uh, had enough Bloody Marys. Thank you to the Alphand Inn for <laughs> letting us get drunk in your lobby. <laughs>